It's time for today's episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast with your host, longtime Las Vegas street magician and America's recruiting guru, Dan Tudor. Coach, we're at the midway point in the year, and a lot of times when you get to that midway point, or we'll call it halftime, you you go back uh, into the locker room, so to speak, and you evaluate how is recruiting going. Are we building our program in this class the way we have before, in the way that we want? And you begin to figure out what's going right, what's going wrong, what is going well, and what are you struggling with? Well, this is the time of year when our staff at Tudor Collegiate Strategies ends up getting a lot of emails, phone calls from coaches saying, hey, don't know if everything is going exactly the way I want. Can we talk? And that's what we're here for, by the way. You can contact us, any of our staff, at any time by social media, email, going to our website, and you can just have a conversation. Schedule it. We'll be happy to talk. And one coach did. He is a client that we work with, and it's it's kind of one of those situations where I think things are going okay, but there's a couple of things that are going a little bit more difficult than before, and a lot of it had to do with money, uh, the, the the delay in the FAFSA this year for a lot of non-full scholarship colleges, which is most colleges, has really delayed things. It's changed the way the timeline is working out in how they bring in their athletes and how they get commitments. So. We tackled that with this coach. I wanted to let you listen in because I think that a lot of the things he's going to bring up that they are dealing with, you're going to find yourself dealing with too. Listen to the advice we give. See if you agree with it or not. And then, as I said before, have a conversation with us. We're here to talk. This is our purpose in life is to help college coaches, and we want to do that with you. But hopefully, it gets started with this conversation that you're listening to on the podcast, and I hope that it helps. In competing with and losing to D1s, D2s for a kid as a small college, yeah. first of all, that's what you want to be doing. You don't want to be losing it. You, know, you, don't want the, you don't want to be hearing what you just heard from another conference opponent or, you know, a, a little, you know, D3 somewhere else that just, you know, is not as good of a you know, quality mm-hmm. program. So in a sense, what I'll say is that you're losing to the right to the right place. If if they're going to a D one that is you know low that that they're going to have an opportunity to compete. I mean, you know, I sort of get it from the athlete point of view. And if you're going to lose an athlete and a prospect, that's the one to, to lose it to. That's number one. Uh, and I think also being you know, the more unique and set aside your school is, and we talked about this obviously when we were on campus. Yeah. That, you know, your funnel, if you look at that, uh, that term, that funnel at the top gets narrower way quicker for you and, and schools like you, mm-hmm. uh, either really highly academic or, you know, private Christian or just yeah. you know, there's something unique and different about them. There's more to say no to right away. So mm-hmm. we know that. Um well, what it tells me then, if I'm if I'm just being practical, step one is I know I'm going to have to recruit way more kids than the normal program that I might match yeah. up with in another division level, and, and or even just you know a, a conference peer or a regional peer that doesn't have some of the unique qualities that that your school does. So I know that I'm going to have to 
probably double or triple my list. Do I want to do that as a coach? No, because it's more yeah. work. It's more tracking. It's it's all the things that that get into like, you know, why coaches tend to shy away from that. I like to get my little group and focus on them and get to know them and, and see most yeah. of them come through. And what we know just historically is that's very, very hard to have happen, especially in a number sport like, like track. So, yeah. so that would be my first thing is that at all times, I'm always going to be worried that even though I'm getting all these kids to campus, I'm getting some good reaction. My you know, the glass half empty view of it is most of them are going to say, no, who do we have waiting? Do I want to, I almost want to over recruit and get kids even like two thirds of the way through the process and then be able to say, you know, we don't need anymore. We're completely full. Hey, everybody just want to let you know we're done recruiting. It's great getting to know you. And mm -hmm. we, we sort of let them go, which again, a lot of coaches have a problem just sort of morally ethically with that like i don't want to lead a kid on yeah and then have to drop them later and you know it's why i like working with college coaches because you all have good hearts and you want to do the best for your athletes and yet yeah. there's that that aspect of my first priority is to build the program and get my numbers and get set mm -hmm. and of course i want to do things as ethically and, and professionally as possible but priority number one is get the numbers, build the team, build the program and have what I need. So my first sort of thing I'm throwing out is moving forward over recruit. So if I think I need a recruiting class of 10 and I normally have to get 30 to get to 10, I'm just throwing out random numbers. I probably am going to go up to hundred or 120 to get right. that. So I would rather have the problem of too many athletes wanting to go there. Are we getting too full, too many on our roster? That's a much more, we can deal with the problem then of having to sort of politely let them go versus stressing and saying, oh, are we going to have enough? Because that's never the place that, um, that you know, you, anybody wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's ever been an issue with us. Like we've always been a, a place of over recruiting, right? Good. And there's never, this right. is always that mentality uh, of, of that. And so now and I agree. And I think, uh, and again, I'm not hitting the panic button mm -hmm. where we're set up to be um, competitively good next year with who we have coming back. Uh, we are, we have just mailing out today, 400, 350, 400 letters to nice. high school, our reach. Like we're, we're, try to turn over every every stone and uh, and I will say like we've implemented the messaging our messaging is increased dramatically uh, what we're saying the frequency and, and we've had great great feedback from visits and uh and response rates like our recruiting forms are up um our visits are up and, and so um and well, I, I mean again, and that's you know the, the regular communication that you guys are executing that's that's behind it so i mean congratulations on that you're doing exactly strategically what we know works but it takes you guys executing it and you are and so that's all good and yeah. so i mean just procedurally i feel like there's nothing really to, to tweak or fix mm -hmm. but what we're seeing this year like i said uh, a minute ago what we're seeing this year are uh, more kids, more parents waiting longer to finally say yes. Yeah. Uh, they are very much making more and more money decisions. So you mentioned 
you know, when a college increases their tuition, you know, that kind of all of a sudden, even though in the scheme of things, there might not be a lot of money to the college, it ends up being a lot of money to the families that are looking at it. And so those types of things we're seeing that I think are unique in really in the almost 20 years of doing this, I haven't seen it like this in a fall ever where uh, there's so much apprehension. There's so much a feeling of uncertainty and uh and then obviously then there's some just you know basic economic and inflation pressures that families feel and so all that yeah. gets mixed into where's the right place and so for you there's nothing that um that you should feel like hey are we alone in this is it just our mm -hmm. schools because we did x y and z and that's driving people away i don't think so i think it's yeah. happening across the board uh, with a lot of programs Mm -hmm. Okay. I appreciate that. And, I, and I, again, I'm not hitting the panic button. And I think at the end of the day, our total number, we're still confident we're going to hit our recruiting mm -hmm. total. Again, just in my world with distance, it just, it's just been a little odd. Now, I will say too, uh, and I think this is a good thing. One of the things we implemented was offering early, mm -hmm. um, being very upfront about like, I need to know if you're interested, you know, to, and so we've gotten a lot of no's. But I think it was a lot of those no's would have been no's in January and February, right? Or in the past, maybe we had 70, 60, 70 people still on the list and 40 of them were never going to come here, like you said before. Right. And we've, we've gone ahead and whittled them out. So in that regard, like that's been great because I've been able to be more focused um, and even with more focused on um the ones we have now we know it might be a smaller volume but we know they're interested or we we need to wait for honors weekend in february to get to see if we get any money out of that or we just need to wait on the fast and we'll be ready to make our decision like we're hearing those kind of things because we've right. kind of so again i'm i'm thrilled with the practices we have and part of me is just made just some reassurance of like okay this is a new cycle where yeah. um this is going to take some time and not the you know, overanalyze things. That makes well, sense. Yeah. So have you having said that, let me overanalyze for a second. <laughs> uh, the one thing that you can do and should do during this time, because you've done all the right things, the regular messaging, obviously it's created a connection. You're offering, they, they know what the school is, is, you know, at least in general, without mm -hmm. yet knowing their FAFSA numbers, they know in general what, what the cost is and also how much they're getting to come and compete there. So your, your job now in the interim, whether that's a few weeks or a couple of months from this mm -hmm. point, is to reemphasize the, 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 the money side of it and explain here's why, here's why this is a good investment. Because what one you probably have a list of competitors like at the highest level of, in your sport at the dream school that if that family got an offer, the same thing that your school's offering, they got the offer from that other school, that other coach, that other program with the bigger stadium and the, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was the same deal. I don't know that there's the same, well, should we, I don't know, maybe we should wait. There'd be like, oh my gosh, so-and-so wants us. Mm -hmm. We got to go. We're, absolutely, coach, we're in. So what does that tell us? Well, it tells us that and this is all of us just as humans. We make these buying decisions every day like this, maybe not on that yeah. scale, but you know, you know, we might have a favorite coffee drink. We might have a favorite place to go eat. And 
you know, oh yeah, lunch for two now costs $35, but man, I just love the burger and I love mm -hmm. the dipping saw or whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah, and so we justify in our mind, well, look, a couple of times a week, once or twice a week, I, I'll treat myself and yeah, it's a little too much, but I want that. And so we justify it all the time. So here we have a situation where these parents, these athletes have no context or no uh, comparison to having done this type of a decision before, other than what they've always heard from everybody around them athletically is go to the highest level, get the most money, and that's that's my reference then for making a decision. Coach, did you know that Tudor Collegiate Strategies works with over 750 coaching staffs from all division levels, all sports, from all over the country? It's true. We help them create, manage, and execute their recruiting message for the prospects they really need. And we can do the same for you. Email us at dan at dantutor.com so we can explain how it works. Let's talk, Coach. And now, back to the show. Well, so what does that build in? It builds in almost a weight. Like, well, maybe somebody bigger, better is going to see me as my marks improve, as my times improve, as I get better as a player, if it's another sport. Yeah. Or, well, maybe there's somebody else that will give us even more money. So that school gave us a good little amount, but what about um, maybe there's somebody that will give us three or $4,000 more because I've been mm -hmm. trained. Like, I just I need to get more. So for you as a coach, to be comfortable with – talking about and putting out the cost, you know, all the time and talking about it matter of factly. So, Hey, you know, you know, everything's still good here. You're still getting X, uh, mm -hmm. not counting FAFSA, but we know that's going to be around that. That's only going to leave this much to pay. Let me yeah. explain mom, dad, athlete, whoever you're talking to, why you're get from a, from a life start standpoint, why I feel like that's going to be the investment you'd want to make now. When you say that, and then you give your reasons, whether that's the culture on campus, their role on the team, athletically, what it's going to teach them, how you're going to treat them as a coach, mm -hmm. what the degree is going to set them up for in the future based on their major, whatever it is, all those things, when you say, so let me explain why it should be us, you're very much going into sales mode. You are 100% a sales mm -hmm. guy. And that's, I think, what makes some coaches uncomfortable is like, well, I don't want to sell them. I just want them to want to be here. Yeah. The fact that they're a recruit, getting recruited by you is proof that they want to be there. But now I'm almost needing somebody to explain why should I go there? Why, why is that worth it? Or is it worth it? And because what if I just walked on at another program with a bigger, you know, a bigger place, a more recognizable name, maybe that'll be the better, smarter way to go. Like those are the things that they're thinking about. So when yeah. coaches don't say anything, when they never talk about it, but it's just sort of this uncomfortable, like, well, you know what you're going to, you know, what the offer is. We're waiting, you're waiting. And I don't really know what to talk about. It makes every conversation sort of awkward. I think you come out and just matter of factly say, mm -hmm. I was looking at your numbers again and you know, really excited that you got that much, first of all. And, I, and look, I hope mm -hmm. it says, can I just give you another two reasons why it should, you know, why what you're in the, going to end up investing in you know, your athletic career, your ac academic career, or your son or daughter's athletic career, academic career here at our school. Yeah. Here's why that I feel it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. 
I need those questions. I need those things as a parent. And I'll just, I'll flip off camps here and put my parent cap on, mm-hmm. having done this twice with one yet to go. You know, all these different possibilities, you're wondering which one's going to be right for our son, our daughter. And we make, I mean, I make as a parent, my wife makes as a parent, these sort of random, like, well, I think that's good here because this, this, that, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't really know. And so we're looking for clues like, well, where does our son or daughter want to go? What makes them feel comfortable? But also every little thing you say, because I'm looking right now, like they're waiting and they're wondering which one's going to be the right place. Who should I decide? It's getting later and later. I don't want to wait. So the more yeah. that you can jump in and say, hey, here's another thing to think about why it's worth it here and make your point. Your, your job is not to trick them or force them or deceive them. It's to explain if you're going to spend money somewhere, here's why it should be with us. And make your case. That's your job as a recruiter. Make the case. And then they still get to decide because you can't force them to you know, come to your school and pay a certain amount even after you know scholarship and grants and awards and FAFSA and everything. Right. Your job is to make the case. And I'm just telling you that most parents are looking to coaches to make the case. And what frustrates them is that parents don't do that. They wait. And so then it's just like, well, I know you want me, but why? Why should I go there? And mm-hmm. so I'm just going to encourage you to to be a little bold and just say, hey, here's I was thinking about it. here's another reason why I think you belong here and make your case and always end it with, and I just want you to know so-and-so or Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so, I really want to be your coach. I'm really excited about the idea of you coming here and I really want to be your coach. I, w- I want you here at our school and our program. That's, that's why I keep thinking about you. I keep coming up with, you know, looking at, at what you're getting. And that's why I really hope it's us because I really want you because you're just you know fantastic kid. And I think you're gonna be great here. I, that to make a, to make a sales point followed up by an emotional connection, yeah. um, at the very worst, the very worst, they're going to go away feeling like, well, I still don't know if I can afford it, but I liked hearing what he had to say, and I like that he still wants me. Because every time you do that, and then other coaches don't do that, you start to separate yourself. Hmm. That's what we know. And if there's going to be, if it truly is, I, I'm i looking between these four schools, coach, and I just don't know which one. i got to wait on money, but you're all going to end up being about the same cost probably. Now, who do I choose when yeah. coaches sit back and are silent? Well, you might get chosen. You may not. I want to, I want to compete for it. I want to, you know, I want to, if it's the last, if we're coming down the stretch on the track, I want to give the extra kick and, you know, and, and start leaning, you know, mm-hmm. you know, into, into the, into the, the finish line. And so that's the way that you do it. I think in recruiting, if, puts you in the best position. So I don't know if you've done any of those things or how, like what your approach or philosophy is on kind of talking about money and that type of stuff at this stage. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's become that way since we started working with, with you. I've never talked more about money (laughs) earlier and more frequently than now. So yes, I mean, we're we're (laughs) listening. What what has been the reaction? Has it been what you thought or better or worse or like what? Uh, well, I don't know that it's been, it might be better in the sense of, I think we're, we're filtering through people that aren't really interested. Yeah. Uh, I think frustrating in the sense of I could build a whole roster over 
you are my favorite coach in the process, but you know, your team does amazing, but you right. know, like those type of things, there's always, there's always a, but, um, we're, we're selling the uniqueness. We have a great product on the, on the field, right? We're competing at a high level for our division. We can show them data of progress of our people get better. We're competing against, we're beating low mid-level division one schools, you know, frequently or, you know, so I mean, like we're hitting all these, these points. And so we're just like, man, there just seem to be, and I think reality is a lot of the butts this year are money. And we just, that is what it is. I don't, I can't control that. Um, we're, um, so again, I think, um, like the, even the purpose of this call, like things are going to be fine. Like, and I could see again, us, at the end of the day, hitting our recruiting numbers, I look at it like I have a, I'm, and I'm an extreme optimist. That's just my MO. And uh, I'm going into like the momentum we have with juniors now, which in the, the, how we've never started with juniors when we should have. It's always been later in the games. We're just trying to, you know, but uh, the way we're approaching that and it's going to pay huge dividends because all of these things that we've kind of implemented last year with two new staff, Starting with you guys, we didn't. It was just learning, and we didn't get to implement the stuff. We just didn't well. So this year, we got. I feel like it's really year one of you know using these strategies. And so, and I know it's like my wife starting a you know second career in real estate, and year one is about building, and it's about learning what works and what doesn't, and you take a lot of L's, you know, and but yeah. you figure it out. And, and so I'm going into this with a lot of like patience, but also just like wanted to make sure. Um, there weren't any blind spots, you know, that I was, that I was missing because we're like working hard. And, uh, and I just hated like being on the end of, you know, like, you're not too, you're it's like, we're not too good for you to be here. You know, that's a really right. crappy reason to not come here because, you know, you're not going to be in the top seven right off the bat. And, and so, uh, so anyway, I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And I would just jump in and say too, that like on that side of it because your program's doing so well there might need to be more of explanation more of an explanation about you know here's like i i've said you could you can compete here here's why i think that and here's here's what i'm going to do to make that happen as a you know you know to, to really get into sort of the the minutiae the details of what what the plan is because a lot of a lot of good prospects look at themselves and they don't see the same person or athlete or potential that you see. Um, if you take both of us, put us back in our 17 year old mindsets, probably not really confident. Um, or if we are confident, we're not confident in the right, you know, the right things. And yeah, sure. we're, you know, we're, we're misguided in our confidence and the, and so I think, well, you know, it's nice that they want me, but are they just saying that? Like, how, how typical of a teenager line is that? Like, well, maybe they're just saying that. And so I need to go into detail about, no, no here's why I'm recruiting you. And here's why I think, you know, as I look at you, how you're going to fit in right away. This, 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 this. Now, you know, and I know you need to work on A, B, and C. Well, here's how we're going to do that. So I've already sort of picked out some some training stuff. So like for A, here's what we're going to focus on your first couple months, then B. And so getting into that explanation really, really helps because first of all, it tells me that you're not just recruiting me as a number, you're recruiting me with purpose. And secondly, 
I don't have to wait until I get there for you to start coaching me. Wow, you've already thought about what you're going to do. Again, it just puts me more in the mindset of, okay, that's the right place. That's the right place. That's the right coach, which is what you have to work with. Because if it does come down to purely a money decision, if that family has a strict budget and they're only going to do X amount in college loans or they aren't going to do college loans or whatever their philosophy is, like you said, it's out of your hands. It's out of your control. So controlling what you have control over is the only thing that you can do. And that is the message, the why, and you know, you're, you're, you saying, look, here's why it should be yes. And here's why you should come in and yeah, it's going to cost X, but here's why that's going to be worth it in the long run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and tell that story. And, um, and that, that tends to be what, what works best. And, you know, again, to your point, it's the thing that you can do. And so that's yeah. what, it's what you have to do. Okay. No, that sounds good. I appreciate it. Yeah. Caleb, and and there, there are division one football and basketball programs all over the country. And most of them, if you look at their recruiting lists, they lose 90%, 95% of who they actually look at and want and start recruiting. They go somewhere else. They, they're not interested. So, I mean, if, if D1 football is losing kids, you know, in terms of their initial list and as they mm-hmm. start to go through the progression, they're lo- they're, their attrition rate is 95%. Yours is probably going to be somewhere in that range yeah, too, even sure. at a non-Division one football school. And so that's just, it's part of it. And you almost have to think of it, okay, man, I'm only hitting, we're only going to get one out of every 15 kids that we are going after, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Okay, that tells me then I have to go through the process, and you've already done this. You've you've talked about how you're doing this actually, where you're going through and eliminating kids early and getting that no early. Mm-hmm. I have to get 14 no's to get one yes, yeah. or I have to get eight no's to get one yes, whatever the ratio mm-hmm. is. So it kind of puts a different spin on like hearing a no. It's that okay? I need that because I, if I've gone through the pro- <clears throat> the same process that gets me the yes, got me the no. I got to get seven or eight of those or 10 of those under my belt before I then get a yes. And then I start all over again. And that's maybe a different way to kind of look at it as a, it's just, it's part of the process. Tudor University has been the standard for advanced training and education for college coaches who want to truly learn to recruit effectively. And now it's all new. The latest techniques, the newest trends, and how coaches need to change their approach with this class of recruits. For ongoing education that will help you run a better program, go to dantutor.com and click on the Tudor University button to see why coaches everywhere have trusted it for more than a decade. And now, back to the show. I want to honor your time. I appreciate you making time. I don't know if Caleb had a quick question or anything. Yeah, sure. Uh, No question. Uh, It's just I like the re-emphasizing the good investment. The way you said that, because uh, I literally had three phone calls last night and one phone call lasted two minutes because the first thing was numbers or how much the school was. Right. And so that was good to get that away. I think we're doing a good job of getting talking the school, the, the cost of it right away. Um, but now getting that two third of that group, whatever, wherever we're at right now, um, where I'm at is why Montreal, right. not just because of whatever it might be, but why the actual investment is actually worth it. And so that's where I'm currently at. That's what I'm dealing with, getting my actual selection of good group to get that yes, those few right. yeses, that's where I'm at currently. So that was and, good to hear. And, and so like, just to, to follow up on that, the reason that you go through and you wanna do that, I, 
is because other, if, if nobody does that, then I, as the parent or the athlete or as a family, we're talking about it, I have to make up my own decisions. I have to make up my own reasoning. Why shouldn't I go there? And look, for for schools that are on the smaller or medium size or they're not some Nash, big national brand, it's always harder. It's like walking into the store and, you know, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a cereal connoisseur. And so, you know, I, I'm always hesitant to buy like the cheaper no name brand. Yeah. Well, it's the same stuff, but it's just, it's the packaging. And so it's the same thing that, oh, well, I've never heard, heard of your school. I'm not familiar as familiar with it as, you know, and they name, you know, the other four or five big D ones around them, wherever they're, they're from. And so I automatically have a hesitation. So what gets me to sort of turn? Like when you as a coach say, first of all, acknowledge it and say, hey, I completely get it why you're looking at those other schools or a lot of schools in your area. We get kids that are also looking at this D1, this D1, this D1. And I get that totally. And I'd be excited about that if I were an athlete too. But now that I'm here and I really understand what this school's all about, what the program is, you know, here's why as I see, it'd be crazy not to come and compete for us and list whatever you're going to list. And even if you think eh, it's okay, but I know there's other schools out there that are better, or I think they're better at whatever I'm just going to list or cheaper or whatever. I, my job at my school is to explain, here's why you should choose us. That's what your role as a recruiter, part of the job as a coach is to make that case and to make it enthusiastically upbeat professionally and if you do that then that's you then you've done your job but i'm listening as the parent i'm listening to your tone do you really seem to like it there are you excited um and again i so it's sort of the whole package of that presentation and um, you know, so again, if you didn't do something in those calls that you just mentioned that you had last night, you can follow it up today with a text message or the same thing or an audio message or a video, you know, something that just says, Hey, I was thinking about our conversation. You know what? I was thinking when you said X better answer that I could have given, or, or one thing I forgot to say was, and then make your point. Um, because that's, again, that's the, the that's the, the, the approach that you have that that can and will work if it's going to work but you got to do it so anyway hopefully that that helps yeah for sure i appreciate that dan i appreciate the time and partnership yeah. and uh yeah there's a lot of, a lot of reasons to be uh excited around here for sure and uh we just want to keep pushing the ball forward so do it uh, yeah yeah we're grateful grateful for your time we'll we'll keep at it and yeah thanks to you and all, all your folks for the work you do for us College Recruiting Weekly is a production of Tudor Collegiate Strategies, copyright 2023 and 2024. To contact the host, email him at dan at dantutor.com. Also, remember to rate and review our podcast right now. Plus, tell your fellow coaches about the show. And stay tuned for the next amazing episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast.